Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Pod, where we discuss and debate what makes something great. I'm Ron Swallow. I'm Ed Greer. And I am producer Bill. And today, we are going to do a draft of the world's greatest action heroes, heroes, heroes. It's all from our points of view, collecting heroes from, I do believe it's action movies we're going to be collecting guys from. Not right? TV shows, no TV shows. No, no TV shows, no comic books, sorry. Although, there's a, there's a weird... Uh, there's a weird line with all the comic book movies that are made, but I think I'm going to keep my team to mostly action hero guys. Uncostumed. Yeah, no superpowers, yes. uncostumed. That's the it, that's the draft. So basically, uh, now let's determine what no, we already did off air um, in a randomizer that I selected. It selected Bill, Ron, then me in the fucking draft order. We are going to double back and like if I'm last, I get to pick twice and so on and so forth. I think we should establish how many players are on these teams that we're drafting. I mean, I like our setup of doing five plus an alternate. It's, it's NBA. Uh, Bill, you are up first. You have the width and breadth of all of cinema at your disposal. Indeed. I mean, I feel like there's something I could do right off the bat that I don't even know if I would believe in, but it would really just be to piss off Ed. But I'm going <laughs> to leave. I'm going to leave that to maybe Ron to do. <laughs> I'm going to go, look, this guy brings a little bit of beefcake, brings a whole lot of capability, and has one of the most impressive wins in cinema history. And that, my friends, is Dutch from Predator. Ooh. I have to start. Arnold Schwarzenegger takes down a Predator with nothing but his wits and a pile of mud. And... Uh, if that's not a badass to lead a team, I don't know what is. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Well, you managed to piss me off right off the bat, Bill. So that, oh. good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even use the obvious one. Oh, man. Jeez Louise. All right, Ron. Stab, stab me in the heart again. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to do that because you are 100% not going to pick Frank Dukes from Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Frank Dukes from from Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Sorry, Bloodsport. Oh. Not not Street Fighter. Yeah, Frank <laughs> Frank Dukes from Bloodsport. Uh, I am gonna pick Guile from Street Fighter next. <laughs> so <laughs> it's an all Van Dam <laughs> Van Dam. You no okay. Because like, cause like when you said Frank Dukes from Street Fighter, I was like, what's his move? Continue was lying. You know yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the real Frank Dukes is a total liar, but this is the movie Frank Dukes. Okay. Um I'm going to have to take what I feel is a fairly obvious pick. This person is maybe the most supremely capable killer in the history of screen. He is a personality, he provides uh, the beefcake. He is a machine, but not maybe one of the machines you might think. He is John Rambo. Ooh. Rambo. First round pick for me, man. John Rambo takes care of fucking business. John Rambo is never suffering for lack of motivation. And I just think, man, he's 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 the epitome of an action person in that you just kept pushing him, man. You just kept fucking pushing him. I think Rambo is such an interesting choice in this because if you go just by the original Rambo movie, you might still pick him because he's really showing off a lot of survivalist, like one man against the machine type type of skills. But it's mm. not until those sequels really push him into ostentatious 80s action hero 
that you get the Rambo that has probably the highest body count of anybody in, in movies ever. He beat up whole nations. You know what I'm saying? Most of these, <laughs> most of these guys are going to have beat up a few terrorists or whatever, or maybe a private army here or there. This dude is just like the nation of Vietnam. I'm going to beat you at war <laughs> real quick. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to Afghanistan and I'm going to beat the USSR at war. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what the hey, fuck? Don't forget the Mexican cartels when you get to that uh, <laughs> comeback movie he did a few years ago. <laughs> dude. And, and, and that's another thing. Any era Rambo, I think is a hard motherfucker. Cause like, yeah, when he fought them cartels, he was all limping and fucked up. He was like, man, I got to trap these fools in the tunnels, man. Mm-hmm. As though, you know, tunnels, better than the cartels okay bro anyway um so okay i get another pick right you do it's you again uh i pick eco uas who played the main dude from braid redemption that guy is hard holy shit that guy is hard (laughs) as fuck anybody who hasn't seen raid redemption long story boring it's a cop that gets trapped in a building full of criminals and he runs out of ammo about 30 minutes into the motherfucker so he has to have hand-to-hand fights all the way up a building with some of the hardest indonesian gangster dudes ever and uh yeah he comes in with a whole swat team and then it ends up just being him beating the shit out of everybody that's the movie. It's the best shit ever, and he kicks motherfucking ass. It's pretty great. Agreed. Hard to uh, hard to argue with that one. All right, Ron, what's your number two pick, my friend? I mean, now Ed's going to hate me because it's clearly going to be John Wick. <laughs> Not a bad pick. Not a Not bad, a bad pick, pick at, all. at all, bro. I just won with one guy. <laughs> the question is, John Wick versus Rambo. Who kills more guys? <laughs> I don't know. It's a close. Pretty close. All right. Well, coming back to me, since you guys both went with super high body count guys, I'm going to have to see you coming in from left field with Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Nice. Just, if somebody can match the body count of Rambo and John Wick, I don't know who would do it better than Beatrix Kiddo, the bride. Wow. That's, That's pretty yes. great. That's pretty great. All right. Now uh, I go one of two ways, and I'm not sure which one I prefer because I'm, I'm doing my third pick now in the snake draft. All right. I'm going to hope that this other guy's still on the board, but I've got my I've got my beefy tank in Schwarzenegger. I've got my high body count martial arts master in Beatrix Kiddo. Now I'm gonna go for quite possibly the greatest military leader in the history of cinema. I'm talking, of course, about General Maximus Decimus Meridius, husband of a murdered wife. Father of a murdered son, he will yeah. have his vengeance. Yeah, that's the a bad uh, motherfucker. The, the the gladiator who murdered an emperor, Russell Crowe in Gladiator. He is as much as Russell Crowe has really let himself go. Russell Crowe in Gladiator is just peak cinema badass. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty hard. Oh. You know, I, it's funny because I've been – am I next? You are next. <laughs> I've been going through – I've been going through, like, different characters 
who do I want? Who's like just a badass, badass? But now, but does this not work in our in our thing? Because there's guns involved. If there's guns involved, I don't know if this works. Well, but, I mean, listen, we're we have yet to draw lines in the battle royale. I'm sure that we won't end with guns, but maybe we'll start with guns. Maybe. You know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it because why not? I'm going with Leonidas. <laughs> ah, King oh, of Sparta. Shit. King oh, of Sparta shit. from 300. <laughs> oh, shit. This is Sparta! <laughs> I also love that you're seeing my Maximus and raising me a Leonidas. That's yeah, uh, a yeah. strong that's, move. Strong that's move. what it made me do. I was like, oh, yeah, who's my guy? And it's definitely a Leonidas. Damn, that's fucking, that's hard. That's hardcore. You know what? Uh, I guess it's my turn. Ah, God, you guys got some. You guys just got two primitives. Um, I okay. You guys Ooh. got two primitives. Uh-oh. I, think, I think I'm gonna get me a primitive. Oh, and his name is Conan. Conan. Oh, I saw it coming. I yes! saw it coming, dude. You know what the fucked up part is? It came down between the uh the northman and and, and him for my Ooh. primitive. Oh, I was about to pull the trigger on it. I was about to pull the trigger on it, but I was like, you know what? I think Conan would fuck the northman up. And I think that like the Conan has the mystique and the just the the fucking wheel of pain yeah. made this guy an action hero and the and the gladiatorial pits. So if I have to fight Maximus, I got it down. If I got to fight even little sorcery or something, yeah, dude, homeboy's badass. He's ready for action. That's Am- Amleth from the Northmen. He's got too much, you know, 21st century emo in him. Whereas Conan <laughs> is just a hard motherfucker with, you know, he wants to hear the lamentations of your women. <laughs> I, say, eh, I don't pray much. I don't have a tongue for it. <laughs> and if you abandon me today, then fuck you. <laughs> That's how Conan prays. <laughs> 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 I also, I mean, I love the idea of he's he prays devoutly, but it's really just to curse God and challenge him. I love that <laughs> <Yep>. idea. <laughs> so okay, uh, so yeah, and I get another pick, right? I'm you do. So Ed, just to recap, you've got John Rambo. You've got the main dude from the Raid Redemption. Redemption. Rama. His name, his name is Rama. I looked it up. Rama. Okay. <laughs> well, we got Rambo, we got Rama, and we got Conan. <laughs> Three strong one-name guys right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that pattern. Shit, I might I might try to keep it up. Mm. Uh, you know what? You know, my guy. I've got... Oh, shit. Mm. I have to pick this guy. I have to pick this guy because I need some more agility mm. on my team. Ooh. And I think I'm going to pick whatever the fuck Jackie Chan's name was in Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> That's my guy. And he's not about His he's not name? all about murdering people. It's probably Jackie. I don't know. <laughs> it's literally Jackie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackie from Rumble in the Bronx cuz I'm just thinking if we're going to do an overall battle royale, I might need to go multiple levels to get away from gunfire and different factors of this nature. I just mm. want to have a run and jump guy that can kind of, you know, if he's my last guy left, I want to be able to jump across a whole street. You know what I'm saying? To be able to, to get away and continue the battle. It's a great I choice. Will... I, I was going to say, I just want to point out his name is Kyung, 
but in some versions they just call him Jackie because they dubbed over it. Mm. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, you might win just with Jackie Chan and his prime on your team. I mean, granted, he <laughs> is always getting his ass kicked, but he never stays right. down for long. Exactly. Well, we need a little bit of that. We need a little bit of that. True, yeah, true. Sure. Ron, you're going on your number four pick here. Who you like? You've got, so far, Frank Dukes from Bloodsport. You've got <laughs> John Wick. And you've got Leonidas. I mean, this is, you're going all over the place here. Where, what do we got number four? You know, this is a hard choice, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm going to go with uh, Lorraine uh, 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 Rotten from Atomic Blonde. Am I saying her name right? Elaine. Elaine or Lorraine? I don't even remember Lorraine. what her name was in that movie. Lorraine, Lorraine. Rotten. Okay. I mean, she was badass. I don't know if she's a top tier movie badass though. I'm, I'm just you know gonna I'm just gonna right. throw it out there. You're right. I do think she's badass, but you're right. She might not be a top tier movie badass. She only had one movie, so we can't really count that. And Although, that's why. Wait, we got to go to the commissioner on this one. If if your pick is already in, can you rescind it and go with another oh, pick? Man. Oh man, I don't man. know. You know what? Uh, I'm still gonna go with her. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. If, if in, the, in the interest, in the interest of a fair game, it, I, we don't, we haven't established the take your fingers off the off the chess piece rules for this yet. So, Ron, as a one time courtesy, I will extend <laughs> you the ability to rescind this pick and pick somebody else if you would like to. Given the okay. factors that you brought up, well, then this one is maybe more ridiculous. Uh, Red Sonia. <laughs> That's you know what great i fucking love that <laughs> leonidas and red sonia just fucking <laughs> oh yeah dude and frank i'm dukes. over here <laughs> i mean frank dukes is john like, wick dude, dude john frank wick dukes is like everybody dude frank dukes is like yo i was on this fucking team with this super assassin john wick this lady from the past and this other dude from the farther than that past maybe or no maybe reverse i don't know when does hyboria take anyway i was on this fucking dope ass team and they're like frank you're a fucking liar dude you gotta stop <laughs> you, you never stop fought lying. in the kumite it's not even a real thing bro <laughs> fucking liar dude I, I am I am this close to picking Grace Jones and uh, Conan the Destroyer, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. I mean, it would be a great choice, but here's the thing: I think Ed was onto something. You know, you can go with your straight-ahead brawler action heroes, but sometimes you need to add a little guile, a little street smarts, a little flipping over rooftops type of type of sauce. And I'm not going to go with Jackie Chan. But I will go with Jason Bourne. Here's a, oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Ooh, Here's a guy a who great can great choice. He can whoop some ass. He can shoot you from a long way away, or he can subterfuge your ass and you know just take you down from the inside. So he's a one man wrecking crew, and I think he's high value in this draft. Yep, yep, that's Absolutely. a great choice. Damn! All right, that so just really to nice. Re- so I get I get my fifth pick as we're going into the last round here. Just to recap what I've got, I've got Dutch from Predator. I've got Maximus from Gladiator. I've got Beatrix Kiddo, the bride from Kill Bill. And I've got Jason Bourne from the eponymous series. 
Mm. I like my team. I'm trying to think how to round this out. I feel like I need a more, as Ron would say, well, I was going to say maybe I need a more like flippity flip martial artist, but Beatrix Kiddo kind of, kind of takes that. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with one of the hardest motherfuckers ever to grace a screen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Apollo Creed from the Rocky series. Ah, nice. That is fucking nice. World heavyweight champion. The only man who could get Rocky into shape to take down Clubber Lang. Yes, he was killed by Drago in the ring, which really leaves you guys an opening here for your fifth pick. But <laughs> I will stand by both the stamina and the punching power of Apollo Creed. Wow. Ron, okay. Round five. What do we got? Who, who's next? Me? Yeah. Okay. Here's a problem. Does this guy count as superpowers? Itmon. Uh, you know what? That is a that is a real tweener. Uh, he's like a Chinese national hero because of his outsized kung fu abilities. He seems to be almost mythological. Yeah. There's yeah. something mystical in I the way he's portrayed. Then again, I mean, Beatrix Kiddo has some of that going on, but in a more tongue-in-cheek way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's a couple As of wireworks scenes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'll just say this, and I don't, you know, I don't want to be giving you this, but you could go, I think he was Lee in Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. I could go Bruce Lee. You know, I think that's the best choice. <laughs> and that I was, mean, that was kind of the next thing, and it's very on brand with Ron Swallow. Let's be real. It really is. It's, you got, uh, yeah. If you didn't have Bruce Lee on your team, that'd be it's kind of sacrilegious. I mean, yeah. it is against the rules. Um, um, also, so, yeah. so like, uh, also, uh, so you got John Wick, Frank Dukes from Bloodsport, Red Sonia, Bruce Lee, and who? King Leonidas. King oh Leonidas. fuck, King Leonidas! Yes, kicking people down into holes. I and I, <laughs> I only have one gun guy though, so that's that's interesting. But that is interesting, huh? Yeah, okay. But, He's also a gun guy who has all the guns and access to all the guns. That's true. I but mean, Bruce John Wick. It. John Wick is essentially a, a five-man team in and of himself with a weapon in the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. All kinds of weapons too. That's going to be fun for the battle royale. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it's on me. Uh, it's my last pick. Okay. Hmm. I'm looking at my team. I got agility. I got speed. I got overwhelming force and I got muscle. Uh, what is the last thing that we might be missing a little? Is it stealth? Is stealth mm. what we're missing? Hmm. Or is it a real like level head? Ah. I mean, I will say this, you know, you've got, between Conan and Rambo, both are kinds of leaders, but you don't have your real, like, this guy's going to lead the team into battle type guy. 
I mean, I'm torn because I, I have a sentimental pick. Oh, mm. I have an alternate. Yes. Okay. So that my last true. pick. Uh, my last pick, bro, on some real shit. I'm so surprised that this person is still on the board. This is the type of shit where it's like Joe Montana is on the board at like 15. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of shit that's happening right now. You're sneaking Dude, this in. Motherfucking John McClane. Ooh. Motherfucking John McClane, dude. Yeah, John yeah. McClane from, uh, I, and I'd say about John McClane from Die Hard 3, where he got some of that Indiana Jones luck and sure, he was sure. able to do outside super shooting and different shit like that. John fucking McClane, dude. And even the gritty one from the first one, he just finds a way to win. He's the Batman of this category, really, when we look at the overall overarching themes. He has a humanity that I think a lot of these characters lack, and and that's his superpower. You know mm. what I'm saying? If there was one, his his motivation, his his vulnerability, and his just when you just want to get home to your kids, you might fight harder than a super soldier. Okay. Okay. John McClane's very solid pick. I think he's easy to overlook because of his lack of just overwhelming hand to hand ability, mm-hmm. but he could definitely bring a little je ne sais quoi to that team. Yeah. And I think he's just sort of, he has a little bit of a leadership edge being like, look, man, I've been in a lot of these situations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you guys <laughs> listen i've taken down so many teams of terrorists in my time <laughs> yeah yeah it's true uh-huh yeah good luck all John right mclean versus anybody who can actually fight good luck hey you got a dude from prehistory i mean john mclean take one jujitsu class and be better than leading i just said actual fighting <laughs> wow yeah. <laughs> Strong statement. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He's not just going to wait for you to kick him down a fucking hole and call him a bitch or whatever. <laughs> However they used to fight back then. Get ass to ass and hold your shields and shit. There ain't a bunch of other oiled up dudes from Equinox to help Leonidas out in this particular <laughs> battle. Okay? <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> uh, he's still pretty good with a spear, as far as I can tell. Oh uh, yeah. All right. So so here's what we could do. I mean, I do think we should all have an alternate that we could sub in, you know, at the time of maximum destruction. But it might also be fun for each of us to pick a guy in the chair for these teams. I low-key want to go for the guy in the chair thing because honestly, mm. I think we all have a lot of ultimate destruction. I mean, you got a lady that chops whole 55 dudes up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. guy who beat up an a, a alien. You guys, you got a guy that beat an actual superhuman being. I mean, you know that's I mean? true. That is true. So, I, like we we have overwhelming force, I think. Yeah, I stretched the rules a little bit and uh went with a with a sci-fi actioner. So yes. All right. Well, so, who, so we're, who, who's our guy I, in the chair? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we can broaden this one out. Like, if you want to go Q from James Bond and be really on the nose, you can. But like, it's sort of anybody that works in sort of that strategic, not really going to mess you up with his hands or her hands, but is going to be there to like either give you the pep talk or logistically lead you through things. I mean, maybe you even pick an aging action star or an aging character rather who maybe isn't going to mix it up, but could really get in there and give you that Bruce Wayne and Batman V Superman whisper in your ear to tell you how to take these guys out. Um, I, I, I think, I think I'm open to whatever. Okay. 
and if it's a and if you want to i mean i think we should also open it up to like if you want to make it be like okay my guy in the chair who's going to give a pep talk and and if i have to crack him out and he gets on the battlefield and he fights it's steven seagal if you want to do that that's absolutely yeah, I mean, fine that's absolutely I fine think, but like <laughs> that's what i'm saying i think the idea is like your guy in the chair is he's probably more valuable for strategery but if he needs to mix it up, he can strap it on one last time. You know, that's that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So who's who's going first in this part of the draft? You want well, me to do the randomizer again? I, yeah, I mean, maybe do the randomizer because I would say yeah. we could either snake back you to me or, yeah, just do the randomizer and then we'll do it that way. All right. I randomized it and it says Ed Ron Bill. Uh-oh, Ed goes okay. first. Okay, uh, this is hard because I was just going to try to bounce off you guys' picks. Uh, I have a sentimental one that, like I said, that I want to use here. But this person, I, they just, I, I'll, say, I'll say them afterwards so you'll know why I didn't pick them. Uh, I'm going with, and this is controversial a little bit, mm-hmm. but the best, the best, and I do mean the best brains and brawn combination still on this board. Is motherfucking Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible? Oh shit, dude! That is a great pick. (laughs) It is a great pick. He's the he's the best mix of brains and bronze left on the board. Uh, He's perfectly, and you know he knows Intel, knows how to look at screens and monitor situations and and see things coming up, and you know world geopolitics. He's fucking awesome. And then when it comes down to it, ah, God, he goes and beats your ass in the bathroom with Henry Cavill. You know what I mean? That's it. I mean, he quarterbacks every one of those missions, so yep. he knows how to get down that way. I and like that it, a lot. Yeah, my leadership position was still a little lacking because I have a bunch of rebels who think they can do it their way. And I got a guy who's like led more missions than all of them combined, probably was just like, okay, bro, this is how we're going to quarterback this. Yep, yep. I all like right. it. That might give you an edge, period. Yeah. yeah. I, all right, Ron. So, so just to recap again, Ed's got Ethan Hunt quarterbacking Rambo, Rama from the Raid Redem- Redemption, Conan the Barbarian, Jackie Chan in Rumble in the Bronx, and John McClane. It's a strong team. So, Ron, who you got quarterbacking your team? See, you know, the funny thing was I was thinking about before you said he's got to maybe be able to break out and not actually fight. I was actually thinking about Benji Dunn, Simon Pegg's character from Mission Impossible. Yeah. But but if he's got to break out and also fight, but also probably have very good strategy, even though he's usually a one-man army, I'm going to go with John Matrix from oh. Commando. Oh, shit. Oh, I think we, I all, mean, we, we just lost, Bill. What the fuck? <laughs> We're all going to get impaled with javelin-style pipes. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, that's what Dutch. That's what Dutch says. Fucking John Matrix says, "Blow off some steam, Bennett." (laughs) Blow off some steam. (laughs) I mean, the thing about John Matrix, though, and maybe this is the worst for everybody, is he's gonna like watch two or three L's happen on your team and just get so angry, he's just gonna do it himself. He's just walking on there with two trees on either shoulder, fucking showing them around. (laughs) Ah, Oh, man. Oh, and just, Bill, real quick, uh, recap your team again, just for my records. Okay, well, I was going to recap Ron's team real quick now that he's got his his sixth man. So Ron has got John Matrix, 
Man in the Chairing, Frank Dukes from Bloodsport, John Wick, Leonidas, Lee from Enter the Dragon, and Red Sonia, who I feel like is a real wild card here. Yeah. 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 All right. So last pick, my man in the chair to, to quarterback, Beatrix Kiddo, Maximus from Gladiator, Apollo Creed, Dutch from Predator, and Jason Bourne. I mean, I'm feeling strong about this team. That is a good team. It's fucking great. Wait until you hear this pick. So one thing I realized, there's a strong streak of altruism on my team that might prevent them from really going to town on some of these other good guys on your guys' team. So what I need is a true sociopath. That's my (laughs) man in the chair. And in the vein of Ed's pick, I am going to go with Vincent from Collateral, also played by Tom Cruise, (laughs) one of the coldest fucking operators you've ever seen in a movie. The dude knows what's up. He's clearly some sort of black ops guy, assassin for hire. He is sitting in the chair and he is pushing my people to be as deadly as possible. That's pretty great. Nice. I I fucking love the fact that our teams reflect our personalities in these ways, including the zigs and zags of them. That yeah. that is that's a true greatest pod draft for your ass. Hunter, before we get into the actual, oh, before we get into the actual, you know, deluge of fighting that we're about to get into with these fantastic characters, is there anyone we left out that you know? I mean, obviously, there's a ton we left out, but anything that you think's glaring. I have a few, but Ed, who was who was that guy that you wanted to pick as your man in the chair? Oh, it's funny that you phrase it that way because it was Ellen Ripley from Aliens. Oh, I, I just you know she's my baby. You know I call her Ellen Ripley. I don't call her Ripley. <laughs> I call her Ellen. She's my baby. I love her. And and obviously everybody of a certain age that's that's a dude that goes, hey, that's a great female badass. Blah blah blah. You know, so I was kind of skirting that. I was like, ah, I'm. She's just a great character. Period. And I think. Yeah. The fact that she opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that a great character can be a woman, you know, and she didn't have to be some outsized, ridiculous physical combatant that's like twirling her head, her her legs around people's heads and snapping their necks and throwing them 50 feet through wire work shenanigans. She didn't have to be that to be an effective action heroine. However, the bitch is a woman out of time. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. There ain't no pulse cannons over here. <laughs> there's not 50, 50 <laughs> monitors inside a big, big van and there's no mech suits and shit. So I just felt like I'd be putting her at a disadvantage, putting her in the past. It'd be like putting her in like the 1870s and being like, yeah, ball out, go fight mm. with these muskets and do good. It, it, this seems like I'd be putting her in a weird disadvantage with all these action heroes and stuff. So yeah, that was, uh, that was my sentimental pick that I had to, that I had to let go. Yeah, That's and fair. one we probably couldn't count because it's a little more sci-fi, but Sarah Connor. I mean, I would have count if somebody would have brought up Sarah Connor, I would have counted it. And I'm I'm actually a little shocked that she didn't end up at least sort of your your sixth man in one of these teams. Well, and Sarah Connor also would have just it's just like Dutch, right? Dutch fought a sci-fi thing, but he also fought some Sandinistas and shit, you know. Yeah. So you see that he's ill against regular humans. He's ill against everything. He's he's just he's just ill. So like uh if Rambo ran into an alien, I wouldn't discount him, you know what I mean? So 100%. Yeah, I think it'd be different if you were trying to pick like the T800 
that would be yeah. a no go. But <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of unfair. Yeah. Uh, or you pick Kyle Reese with a with a fifty millimeter pulse cannon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The I pick Kyle, Kyle Reese, Reese for the future. He's in the future, yeah, yeah. and then we bring yeah, yeah. him here. <laughs> I'll um, say I'm I'm a little shocked. You know a guy that feels like a snub, the fact that we don't have him on any of these teams, is somebody played by Jason Statham. I was gonna mention the uh. transporter. Okay, I mean, so yeah, transport is probably the best pick. That was gonna oh. be my guy in the chair, my sit or my sixth man. But then you said guy in the chair, and I was like, the transporter is dope, but I I don't think he's a guy in the chair type of character. So I, I had to let that one slide. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh, dang, I just I just lost a huge snub in my head. Uh, basically, oh anybody play like I think maybe. The Equalizer is a little Ooh. bit snubbed in this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Equalizer, yeah. or even him from Man on Fire. Man on Fire, like, yes. Like Denzel was play has played some deadly motherfuckers, man. So or Eli. Uh, or, or Eli. Oh, Book fuck Eli. me! <laughs> oh, what if we draft right now? That the Ouija blind black dude fucking y'all up. Oh my god, oh. that's all, that's so on brand for me. Why did it I is. do that? It oh is. My god. Look, look. Oh we'll, my god. We'll just. I mean, Eli from the book of Eli kind of exists in a little bit of gray area because he is from like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi world, even though he's That's a real true. dude. That's true. So, you know. That's true. Well, and we're we're not, we're, we're uh, discounting the the uh, the mutation that happened from all the radiation that dropped from the bombs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's, he's maybe got some special shit going on. I was going to pick somebody goofy like um, uh, Keanu Reeves from Speed. I just feel like he'd add a really goofy energy to the proceedings, just being like, like oh, I'm taller. You know, just, dude, I he's feel like a fun guy. while holding on to something. <laughs> yeah. We could do we could do a whole separate draft for like over the top, like almost sar- like sarcastic badasses. And that could be everybody from Keanu and Speed to like Charlie Sheen and Hot Shots. To like Bob yeah. Hoskins and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know it's just, it's <laughs> that just sounds like, fun. So that maybe that's our next draft. I love that idea. Yeah, like like oh, yeah. too too gritty for their own good type guys. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and a couple couple other guys I was thinking about was um, uh, El Mariachi. Ooh, indeed well, the the guy at El Mariachi or or the dude from Desperado. Because well, Desperado from- was like El Mariachi done over again, better, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? And, and Homeboy yes. had like better yes. weapons. And Antonio Banderas <laughs> from Desperado, yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the not, Mariachi. Not Robert the Rodriguez's Mariachi. buddy from the original one. <laughs> no, no, no. Although, hey, I would have picked that guy. Fuck honestly, y'all. he's pretty great, <laughs> too. He's pretty <laughs> great. No, it's, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, but now you, you know what I was thinking about though, just to just to go back real quick to the concept of like the, the over the top guys. Let's just do it right now. We'll do an over-the-top draft, one pick. Sure. Uh, uh, I pick Cameron Poe from Con Air. Nice. I am fucking fantastic as an over – like, I am know I'm in an action movie. I know I'm an action character. I'm just going to dial it up to 57. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to blow the amp out with this with this just attitude and that, like, low-key terrible accent, but, like, on purpose. You know what I mean? He's just – it was magic. Cameron Poe is – I damn, I should have picked him actually, because I would love to see him swagger in and smack Conan in the face or whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. I gotta get my insulin to my buddy and I get the fuck out of my way, Red Sonia. <laughs> oh shit. That's I mean, a great choice. I 
I can't help but follow your lead and go Caster Troy from Face Off. Ah, uh, yes! I mean, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Like, <laughs> the craziest Nick Cage has ever been, baby. <laughs> I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caster Troy! That was, kind of the, that was when he was the, the other, well, that was when he was Travolta in his body, but whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Castro Troy is fucking amazing. What's your pick for over the top? Um, Look, if we're gonna do it, if we're gonna do it. It's just Nicolas Cage in his latest movie. Wait, dream scenario? <laughs> no, <laughs> the, uh, over, the overweight balding professor. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes, dream scenario. No, oh, what is the there's kind of a few weight of massive pick. talent? Yes. Uh, if we're gonna do over the top, that's that's oh, yeah, and we're doing Nicolas Cage, him actually being him is hilarious to me. <laughs> well, no, in he this- also showed true grit in that movie, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, sure, absolutely. Speaking of true grit, I mean, another one that really could have been on this list would have been Ooh. Llewellyn Moss from No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah. Dude, Shigur, none of us I mean we said oh, action fuck. heroes, not act, not people in movies that are deadly. That would be a different list. People yeah, in movies that, that are deadly, dude, I think the serial killer draft. <laughs> that's an episode right there. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's coming down the pike. <laughs> yeah, that's but I, I just I just feel like Llewellyn Moss has got that uh, gritty Texas survivalist uh, streak to him. That you know, yeah. you never know when the cartel's gonna catch up to him off screen, but while he's going, he's going, you know. Oh, but also just really quickly, what oh dude, dirty Harry is a snub. I don't want to spend Ooh. too much time talking about it because one man with one gun with six bullets against all these motherfuckers. I'll take Jackie Chan against that shit. Uh, but uh one thing of the characters that are from TV shows, the only one I wanted to pick was like maybe somebody from uh Walking Dead. Anybody from Walking Dead coming into this shit, they got bona fides. Every day they kill motherfuckers. Now, some of them are slow and kind of decayed and shit, but overall, they do a lot of killing. Uh, that homeboy with the crossbow, what's his name? Norman Reedus oh, from sure. Walking Dead. Daryl. Or, or fuck, yeah, Daryl. Daryl or fucking uh, Coral. <laughs> Even <laughs> Coral <laughs> shoots some motherfuckers up. Dude, I will take um, from Banshee. I don't even remember the character's name, but the dude played by Homelander, played by Anthony oh, Starr in Star. Banshee. Yeah, he was that hardcore. That dude fucks up everybody in the show. <laughs> uh, well, I pick the Winchesters then. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. They're so dreamy. They're so dreamy. <laughs> yeah, the, these dreamy guys never get punched. You'd pick those They've guys. also beat God. So what have you done lately? Oh, jeez. I did that years ago. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college. Um, what are you talking about? There, there is one character that I mean, you know, the problem is it doesn't really count as movie badasses per se, except for it's just a great character and a great movie, which is Unleashed, Danny and Jet uh, Jet Lee's character. Oh, Danny yeah. the dog, dude. Yeah. That dude. Okay, straight the fuck up. I'm going to tell yeah. you this in confidence. Nobody else listen. Danny the dog could fuck up Conan. Straight Ooh. the fuck up. Daddy the dog could fuck up Conan. Dude, yeah. that dude was destruction, terror, and mayhem. Yeah. Damn, Daddy the dog is hard as fuck. But yeah, it's a little obscure, but anybody who hasn't seen Unleashed, Un- Unleashed please check it out. Bob Hoskins, sort of mailing it in, is yeah. still killing it in that movie as yeah. a character. 
Oh, I, by the way, I believe in other territories outside the U.S., that movie was released under the name Danny the Dog, which is so much better of a title yeah. for that movie. Yeah, it is. I it bet is. some people were like, that's too intense or whatever yeah. uh, in America. They're probably like, oh. People aren't going to know what that means. They're going to think it's about a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't just do those uh, religious dead dog movie numbers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Those things move units like a dog's purpose. Shit, that's oh, it. Dude. Unleashed, if it was called Danny the Dog, would do like super big numbers. But I'm thinking, no, it wouldn't because you'd have all these PTA moms coming out. Talking about, I went to see a movie about a dog and they kept this Chinese guy in a box and he came out and he was beating the shit out of everybody. I love that it's New York shrill mom, too. <laughs> I just love the idea that a dumbass mother thinks it's like, well, it's Danny the dog. That sounds nice. And does no other research. Doesn't look up anything else. Doesn't think about her kids at all. Just shows up. The poster is a like bloody. Clifford. The poster is a bloody Jet Li's face. Like, where's the dog? We'll find out when we go inside. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the dog saves that poor bloody man. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. So now we have arrived at the battle royale. Let's do it. And uh, all right, what what is the uh, what's the story, guys? We always cook up a little nice little ditty to make these to make these teams of people fight. So what is our little story? Hmm. I mean, I think we should start maybe with a setting. You know what I okay. mean? Like, yeah. so we know, are we, are, do we got guns? Are we in a, are we in a jungle? Are we in the desert? I mean, a part of me like wants this to take place and maybe I'm influenced by John Wick, but like wants this to take place like in Greek ruins or something like really Ooh. some over the top operatic setting for, for this violence. A, a museum on top of Greek ruins <laughs> so we can shoot some paintings like and hide behind the, some sculptures and shit. Well, if we just do it at the Acropolis with the Parthenon, like there's a whole last yeah. museum like surrounding the hill and then the temples on the top. And there's like yeah. construction equipment and all kinds of shit because they've been restoring that thing for like 50 years. I mean, oh, that could be yeah. kind of dope. All right, you're selling me. That you sold me. That's that's better than the Burj Khalifa or whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. uh, that's that's good. That's good. There's a lot of there's a lot of things to play with, and I love the, the the construction equipment and the museum and the overall and the fucking stands and the battle the battlefield down where the lions ate the Christians and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Love it. Yeah, you can go love into it. the old agora and stuff. Uh, I mean, come on. All right, so we've got we've got these teams meeting up in Athens. I mean, just looking at the board, maybe there's some sort of time travel ditty happening here. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> we got all these old like Romans and Greek motherfuckers and shit. Yeah, that's so funny. That I is mean, between- funny, dude. Listen, between Conan, Red Sonia, Leonidas, and Maximus. Um, we're going to have to find a way to get these ancient warriors into the present. Uh, you know what? Okay. Okay. I, just on the fly. This is my thought. And this is so dumb, but I think it goes with the story of all this shit. If indeed all of these people were in the same world, but just in different times, then that means technically 
They could have been all gathered up by predators, baby. You remember that shitty Predators movie where they gathered up a bunch of killers from different times and different places and shit? And then one of them was like a serial killer who like killed women in their sleep or something? Like, why the fuck is Topher Grace near a samurai Yakuza man and and a bitch with a 50 cal that she's shooting with one hand and shit? No, 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 no. If the Predators got up all these people and whatever, I don't know, whatever, I Let's break it apart because they don't have time travel technology. But anyway, well, maybe they do. But maybe they do. So anyway, something gathers up all of these great warriors from all of time, and they drop them in this one place to have this super battle. But I also think there needs to be some animus. Like somebody did something to somebody. All these people have such long histories. Yeah. I, you were bringing this up earlier. Is like you wanted some personal beef in here. We mm-hmm. could, if we want to, just reset the table completely. This could just be an underground fight club and who cares why all these people are there, but they've all got fucking grudges and like one match gets too out of control and then everybody just starts picking sides. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just a melee brawl of like, who's going to be easy for us. Yeah. Like who's going to get out. It's almost like, it's almost like the raid in that way. It's like, you know, you're caught underground or you're caught on top of a building where this fight club was happening. And it's just a matter of like, you got to fight your way out of there. Like that scene in old boy, that one take shot, you know? Ooh. And you know what some of the fun is uh, of a, of a, of a underground club. Those probably dudes who have guns who are guards for sure. So So those guys can have their guns stolen by John wick and all these other guys or whatever. And then that's when, yeah. Okay, you're nice. not, yeah, you're not just tacked up, but you do have access to guns from like the guards and, and whoever yeah. else might be there. This is a this is a, a hand to hand fight club at first, but yes. who knows what could happen in in, in a little bit. The, all Are, the all the ancient people just happen to be there. They've all been they've all been dragged there against their will, and they're confused about what's going on. But they they're love just fighting. A caveman, the modern world frightens and confuses. <laughs> <laughs> but they do know this. They're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, are there like th- three person matches that, or is there a two person match that starts it out? I mean, frankly, I wanted to see Apollo Creed versus Frank Dukes. Like that was really <laughs> what like sparked this in my mind to begin with. Oh man! Oh, dude! So we can get the dual. We can get that weird uh, sliding doors universe of Apollo Creed beating somebody to death. <laughs> exactly. I'll allow it. Exactly. I'll allow it. I honestly, if you're comparing a guy who is like an expert kickboxer, um, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to a regular boxer, even a really good boxer, that shit is not is not going to be yeah. fair. But, it would be pretty ruinous to get kicked in your neck while you're trying to do while you're trying to duck a a hook. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. that being said, we know who we want to win, and it's our fucking. <laughs> and I mostly picked Frank Dukes because it was funny. So let's 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 talk about how long the fight between Frank and um, Apollo goes. How does this I work mean, here, out? Here's what I think. I mean, I think Apollo is going to start just assuming that his his speed and his punching power is going to give him the edge. But as soon as Frank Dukes starts – I mean, Frank Dukes is going to get some good licks in with those kicks, and Apollo's eyes are going to get all fucking puffy in great Rocky style. <laughs> but then the, he's going to fucking bite his own gloves off, throw them down, and then it's just a street fight. 
And then I think, you know, Apollo, Apollo kicks it up a notch from there. Yeah. And like Frank Dukes loves to do this thing where he's like, come on, come on. I mean, that's every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, I believe. Uh, so, and then he just gets kicked in his ribs and eventually he busts his ribs and that's right into yeah. a lung, a rib exactly. punctures right into a lung. So Apollo Creed's all beaten and bloody, but still got the power to fucking puncture a lung when he hits Frank Dukes with one of those right hooks. Yeah, the real body shot. So okay, so it's Frank Dukes. Uh, Frank Dukes is super fucked up, so he's basically knocked out or what? Yeah, he's having I, I a hard time dead. breathing on the ground. Yeah, I think yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's internally bleeding, and maybe that's what <laughs> kicks off our riot, right? Like, oh shit, Apollo Creed just killed a guy. And now, you know, Frank Dukes has got his buddies, uh, John Wick and Lee from Enter the Dragon there, and they're going to storm the fucking octagon, and now things are going to get heavy. Yeah. yeah. I also think that, um, like, I think Conan is like a bouncer there, because he's like, man, you guys can't be storming the gates, dog. So he, like, sees John Wick and, and uh, like, uh, Bruce Lee, and he's like, you little fucks. And he's, like, trying to do some big guy stuff on him, and he's getting kicked and shit. And he's like, uh, you know, I guess these are blows where you come from. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I guess this is, like, fighting where you come from. Sure, but, uh, sure. To me, this is, like, a warm summer rain or whatever. A cold November rain. And he's just, like, slamming fools. Like, he gets kicked by Bruce Lee and slams him on his head. And Bruce Lee's not dead or anything, but like, uh, and he and he does some hot shit to Bruce, to John Wick, but John Wick starts doing some like carotid artery chops and shit. Conan's like, okay, wait a minute, now this is not. <laughs> I don't like this, but he does grab not- him and then throw him through the octagon wall. Oh yeah, oh, definitely, because yeah. John Wick is always getting thrown through some shit. So Conan is the best yeah. guy to do it. You're absolutely correct. It throws John him right Wick- through the wall, and then it breaks like glass breaks everywhere. <laughs> well, and that's when John McClane comes in. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. John Wick gets thrown into the bar, which is an all-glass bar, breaks every bottle, all the glass, and then, yes, John McClane just happens to be tiptoeing by at the same time. (laughs) He's like, ah, fuck, why don't I have shoes in this adventure? This is getting stupid. Why do I never have shoes? See, he was taping himself up because he was in a previous fight and he got his ass kicked. So he's like a fucking butch from Pulp Fiction. You know, he's like he's like half dressed when this starts going down. (laughs) That shit is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, God. But yeah, he doesn't get too much glass at his feet this time. He's learned. He he jumps up on some shit. But uh, yes, the John McClane comes down. And uh, I think this would be the perfect time for... uh, I think this might be the perfect time for somebody like uh, the bride or Jason Bourne to show up to be like, okay, these motherfuckers coming out of the woodwork. I mean, I'm going to say Conan, who, by the way, stroke of genius, Conan is running this underground fight club. (laughs) Um, Conan, I think, employs the bride as like his enforcer. So Uh. the the bride runs away. She's got her kid. She leaves the life behind her, but she's still got to make money. So she takes a job enforcing (laughs) for Conan. And so she's got her fucking sword because she's ready to fucking lop some skulls. (laughs) And then that's the perfect time for Red Sonia, who is actually uh, she's actually normally doesn't do the fighting. She just uh, makes all these dudes fight for her. (laughs) She's more of like a uh, 
she she's like a backer, you know. She's like yeah, she's got money and she yeah. likes to fight because. But none of these dudes can beat her. But maybe this lady can beat her and, find, and she can find her true love. And according to lore, <laughs> and according to lore, she knows Conan that that's cool. Three three of three one person from each of our three teams is down with the central conceit of the Fight Club. Like yes. Red Sonia's a partner, Conan's a partner. And uh, and the bride is is an enforcer, so it's like yeah, so it's like they they have an interweaving interest in all right, break it up, you know. But I mean, you could really continue that Conan Red Sonia relationship where it's a real will they won't they. Like mm-hmm. she's a regular, she's a high roller at the club making big yeah. bets and stuff, but she's also like bankrolling guys and maybe slipping the referees something under the table. So Conan oh, yeah. doesn't know, you know, like whether he hates her or loves her. It's a whole thing. Oh, and that's why uh, John Wick works for her because, like, she always got them gold coins, baby. <laughs> she right. got mad gold coins. She's like stupid rich in the John Dude, Wick world. <laughs> Red Sonia is a member of the high table. Are you yeah. sure? Oh she's my a, god, she's at the highest table. She's a fucking a, a, a mortal swordstress from the Hyborian age. I fucking Perfect. love this. Yeah. <laughs> what What if Conan and Red Sonia are both members of the high table? What if oh. that is the conceit of this whole thing? <laughs> That is awesome. The high table would make badasses fight uh, for their their own pleasure. Amusement. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right. Um, so um, I also do think, though, once everybody breaks out into this big melee, and I also think um, wherever – I think Ethan Hunt is, is surveilling this. He's, like, way up in the rafters looking at all the stuff, looking at all the angles. He's like, oh, man. This is a real clusterfuck. And he's he's tabulating what he's going to do. Mark my words. He's tabulating what he's going to do. And in an opposite rafter, Vincent from Collateral is doing the exact same thing <laughs> and is real freaked out by how much he looks like that guy across the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, John like, Matrix I, is, uh, is kind of bored because he's pretty sure he could kill everyone. I right think John now. Matrix is drunk in a corner. He's like eight <laughs> shots in, just watching yeah. this all happen. Dude, he's like, he's like, uh, that big guy looks like me, man. If I had less <laughs> less muscle definition. In fact, there's I was two big guys that rocks. look like me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, we haven't brought in Dutch yet, so let's bring yeah. him in. I mean, this is the time when when Apollo Creed is getting beat on. Dutch has this weird tingling in his soul that like that pisses him <laughs> off. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch stop beating up dylan i mean apollo <laughs> and then the minute that john wick goes into action with a pencil that's j- dutch snaps <laughs> pushing too many pencils i get it now <laughs> perfect Perfect. So, I mean, I mean, Dutch, oh, shit. Dutch just jump. Dutch escalates the whole thing because he just barrels in in an absolute rage. He yeah, just starts. Yeah. He's clotheslining guys like he's just throwing haymakers at anybody he can find. And and you know what my favorite part about this is? John Wick has gotten up and systematically killed everybody else who's not important. One hundred percent. He kills all <laughs> all other people in this bar. Yeah. You just all the bouncers. Flying. Exactly. Bartenders guys running at him from every direction. They're just flying through the air in the background. Yes, yeah. oh, dude. And and so basically, yeah, I think Dutch is coming through, clotheslining people and fucking shit up. And like, uh, my boy Jackie Chan is like right in front of him, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he's jumping all around, and Dutch is almost getting his hands on him. He's like, "Oh goddamn, this is fucked up!" And then he gets a good hand on him and slams him up real hard and fucks him up. And my man, John Rambo's like, 
hold on, man. That's my buddy. We 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 got different techniques. We come from different sizes of tracks, but that's my foul. I'm gonna have to fuck you up, dude. And I think they have a good old Vietnam era slobber knocker between wow. T- Dutch and John Rambo. I, I mean, think that's, that's a you know that's the main event right there. That uh, is. dude. And but you know what? I don't want to call out one of you guys, but I think that might be the time that Job Matrix goes. Now, fuck this, dude. I got to get back in the game. There's a fucking knife fight between huge guys. Because, like, dude, Dutch has yeah. a big, fat knife. Rambo has a big, fat knife. And your boy, John Mate just has a big, fat knife. And they just jump down. There's, like, three-way knife fight. And they're, like, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and while there's a three-way knife fight going on, there's a three-way sword fight going on between, between Conan, the bride, and Kiddo Red Sonia. And, and Red Sonia, 100%. This is great. I want to see this. Why are we so good at this? (laughs) Well, and also, I got to say, I think I think I think it's like a a Leonidas seeing as how supposedly Red Sonja and Conan still have like, you know what? Red Sonja is still a a, a fucking um, wild card and she's fighting Conan to take care of her soldiers, her people that, you know, Conan's trying to fuck up and be around. So that's why she even though she has she likes this club and she's a high roller here or and she might be at the high table. She still is a wild card in here, and she's protecting her people. I think Le- uh, Leonidas and uh, the Bride and some and Conan and all the, the sword guys and and Maximus. I think they're having a fucking hell of a sword jamboree. I was just gonna say though, I think Maximus is in the rafters with Vincent from Collateral. And Vincent is going to send. They're they're strategizing together. Oh, it might yeah. get a little bit heated because they might have some differences of opinion. You know, That's classic true. Maximus Commodus style about how to carry out this battle. But I think Maximus is waiting it out because he's waiting for his moment to strike. He's got people coming in from the side, and by people, I mean Jason Bourne. So yeah. we've got yeah, we've got yeah, the yeah. strike team move creeping in from the from the edges. Yeah, and yeah. I got to tell you though, there is one fight I want to see, and that's John Wick and Jason Bourne with a book in the study. <laughs> oh yeah, that's well because nice. so John Wick is John Wick's killing everybody, and so Vincent from Collateral is like that guy. We need to fucking kill that guy, and so that's when Jason Bourne gets it on his earpiece. He's like on it, and he just moves in slowly, and next thing you know, John Wick, Jason Bourne in the background of the sword fight. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know who wins them. Dude, and it's the thing close. is, but like you're saying, Ron, fucking uh, John Wick whips out a magazine. They have a magazine fight. They have a business <laughs> card fight. They have a stapler fight. They have a fucking deck of cards <laughs> fight. They have a big graphic novel fight. They have an absolute edition of Watchmen fight. They have <laughs> <laughs> all, all this, I love that that's also in fight. this fight club. <laughs> I mean, there's they, books around. These are, these are rich people. You know, they got to have books around. Isn't that the dude, rule? They have dude, a 55-inch TV fight. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's really the thing is, like, who can get their hands on inanimate objects quicker? Like, that's who's going to win that fight, you know? Well, uh, I yeah. think as, as they spill out of the main fighting area that is somewhat roped off or, or corded off or whatever, and then, like, the, the so-called guards that are around are just like, we're just guys with guns. These are actual warriors, and they're just getting swamped. The different shits happening. I think. I think during this section, when there's like, I think somebody comes after McLean and decides to like kill him. Somebody from one of you guys' team, and he decides to like beat the fuck out of somebody and get a machine gun. Ho ho ho! 
because he's not he's not getting stabbed by fucking Leonidas. Or maybe Leonidas is like, "Hey, you with the wife beater on? I don't even know. I don't even know how I know to call it that. I'm gonna stab your guts out, Baldy." And he's like running after John McClane. He's like, "But fuck you, dog!" Yelling, has, "This <laughs> is Sparta." <laughs> Oh, some other place. <laughs> he's just got a shield and he's just creeping forward, like yeah. with his spear and his shield. <laughs> and John McClane's like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. He's pushing John McClane towards some broken glass and shit. He's like, No, not again. <laughs> and that's when he gets the he gets gun. A table up on yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And Leonidas finds out that a shield is not bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> that he does. I mean, yeah. I think, though. When John McClane gets the gets the machine gun, ho ho ho, then then everybody scatters. So unless we've got some quick deaths in this sword fight, knife fight, John Wick versus Jason Bourne, John McClane's gonna fucking da, 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 that machine gun across the ceiling accidentally hits both Ethan Hunt and Vincent from Collateral. They're dead. No, but <laughs> he just, He's shooting. He's shooting wildly, just trying to break up this fight. So everybody's going to scatter for cover at that point. I would imagine. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I think everybody scatters for cover, but I also think whatever so-called guard guys are left are just like, this is our chance to like start shooting the populace. So like, you know, mm. it's like Conan's like, no, dudes, and like, no, these warriors from other times are have been fucking up. Did you see what John Wick did to my boy with that pencil? <laughs> and it, 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 he killed him to get the pencil. Then he stabbed him with a pencil. He was already dead. <laughs> you know, what I mean? these guys are just like I think these guards that we have miscellaneously appropriated here to like give our guys guns. I think that's when they go full bore, and I think that's when our guys like uh, can have a little a little nuclear war. Like I think, uh, like like Rambo and Dutch getting guns and shooting <laughs> shooting shooting at each other a whole bunch, and like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like we enter the we enter the firefight section where I do believe coming down on a SWAT rope. His homeboy from uh from from raid, uh, Rama comes down and he's like supporting the like guard dudes because he's like feels a kinship with the cops and yep. he just starts capping people. I think he finishes off shooting uh, Leonidas. I think Leonidas survived John McClane, but then just gets shot in the fucking head by by homeboy coming in from the ceiling. It's like ah damn, you got me. It went over. Yeah, my I'm cool with Leonidas dying. Well, he just he, he just gets shot from London. It's not his fault. He was fucking dudes yeah. up. He was about to kill John McClane, but he just he just got shot. And I think Rama comes in and instantly shoots all of his ammo, so he has to fist fight. So oh, Rama man. has Rama has no more <laughs> ammo. He's got one clip. One. And then he fights. <laughs> he fights Lee. Oh yeah, that's you're oh, absolutely shit. correct. He runs out of ammo and Lee kicks him in his chest. He's like, "Oh my god, I this felt guy can that. actually kick hard." <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, and, and Bruce Lee's like, "Finally, a dude that won't slap me around." <laughs> He just like Look, starts kicking the shit out of every. That, yeah, that's. I, I'm just gonna say it. Rama versus Lee. What tips that battle is who wins Jason Bourne versus John Wick, because whoever wins that battle is gonna get involved in in the next one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with, yeah. with your martial arts badasses, I, I, you guys are gonna have to weigh in because here's where I'm at. Remember, John Wick did get thrown it through glass by Conan the Barbarian after tiring himself out on Conan, which is why Jason Bourne takes the opportunity to, to slip in there. However, we have also seen that John Wick somehow becomes more deadly the more tired he gets. So, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, my He's a man is, of fierce determination. The only and thing sheer else. fucking will. <laughs> uh, I also think, though, that, like, Okay, are we t- if we are talking about Will, not even just from from just what we've seen in the movies, 
man, Bourne really is a dude who really will go through glass and 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 blood and bones and shit. He, you got to grind him to dust to beat him. That's been shown. But also, has he run into some a singular fighter as good as John Wick? No. Well, here's here's the only thing. Yes, that parkour dude dude in the Bourne mm-hmm. Ultimatum. Was mm-hmm. pretty it's fucking pretty fucking badass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. flipping around like he's doing some <laughs> Bruce Lee shit. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty <sighs> fucking close. Here's I what I think, think happens. John I think Wick's a little old. I'm just just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. But I think that your collateral guy makes a mistake because oh, okay. you know because you know how he like underestimates. Um, he, he uh, does the cab driver and underestimates people. And sometimes because he's a sociopath, he doesn't get that the way you behave actually affects people. And he thinks that he can do something to throw off wick off his game and like burns a picture of his wife or something like that. <laughs> Kills his other dog. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, then, he snipes it. He snipes the other. Oh, his fucking dog is yes. chilling out and just running around and getting away from the bullets and shit. He's like, "I'll come gather you up after I fuck these dudes up, dog." Because yeah, he would. Off, he would bring his dog to the Kumite. Of course yeah, he sure. would. Sure. So, yeah. And Vincent snipes his fucking dog. He's like, "Oh, now Ethan, take it." And Ethan's even like, "What the fuck?" And in that moment of of weird hesitation from that weird act, John would yeah, Jay- take it. Jason Bourne's done. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. If you kill John Wick's other dog, this whole room is done. But <laughs> I was going to say, like, literally all the all the, uh, all the the Arnold Schwarzenegger ca- uh, characters are like, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, the, no. Yeah, dude. All right, oh, all right. That might be unfair. So maybe we take that out just in case because I we can't have John Wick just kill everybody. No, dude, I think, I think the that's the perfect level up. And then Cameron Poe kicks the door in and he's like, <laughs> put the doggy down. down. <laughs> he gives he gives mouth to mouth to the dog and brings it back to life. <laughs> and then it just gets Jenny because all he was trying to do to get, is get home to his wife and daughter. So like he's not going to participate, but he did save the dog. Yes, he he bandaged him up too, real good. He's like, perfect. all right, now. <laughs> you rest him the insulin shot because he finally got the insulin for his buddy, but it's too yeah, late. It's a diabetic dog. <laughs> and he, he knew that. He always carries insulin just as a matter of course everywhere now, he goes. Yes. So he'll never fail anybody ever again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, saved so your, fun. I saved your diabetic dog. <laughs> now I'm out of here. So okay, uh <laughs> well, well here's the thing. On the topic of exploiting weaknesses, m- in my mind, Dutch's whole angle on this is he just wants to protect the beaten to shit Apollo Creed, right? Because it's just giving him PTSD flashbacks to Dylan. And so mm-hmm. that's what sets him off. But maybe that will be his undoing because he he can't concentrate on whooping ass because he's always got one eye on Apollo Creed who's just completely overwhelmed by this and is probably hiding in a corner. No disrespect, but this is about his pay grade. He's, he's a boxer. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I do uh, well, want one scene where where <laughs> um where Dutch shoots one of those grenade like guns at John Wick and he puts the jacket up and gets blown through like four <laughs> Four fucking Dude. windows or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what happens. So Vincent kills the dog. John Wick goes apeshit, murders Jason Bourne. 
But then because they're on the same team, Dutch is like, no, Jason. And that's <laughs> he pulls the rocket launcher out from nowhere because, of course, he does. And he yeah. fucking blasts John Wick through another wall. <laughs> yeah, like six walls. Yes. And somehow oh he's God. still he's not quite dead yet. But he's no, no. But at he's, a commission. He's gonna be slow to get up. He's just gonna yeah. stagger up, maybe with half a limp before he gets back into the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also. But think he's what's mostly Max, dead. What's uh? What's Maximus doing? Because like I'm thinking, Dude, he was, I can have a yeah. a weird inter uh, inter whatever fight between like if Ethan Hunt decided, all right. This Vincent dude is sniping fools, and that's against the rules. So I got to come mm-hmm. in here. And plus, I got to rip that fucking IMF mask off this motherfucker. I got to find out who the fuck he actually is, because he's definitely not me. But he yeah. looks just like me. He's doing some uh-huh. frosted frosted version of me. Fuck that. So like, he runs over to start, f- start fucking whooping some ass. And I think him and Vincent have a really good fight. But I think uh in in their evenly matchedness and weird weirdly looking at each other's faces what's maximus do now that he doesn't have his buddy to stra- to strategize with dude i think i i almost feel like maximus has has sort of been bodyguarding vincent because yeah you know vincent's old his hand to hand's great but it's not as good as his sniping skills and mm-hmm. so like maximus has just been waiting for somebody to come after vincent so that fight is going to become Maximus mm. versus Ethan Hunt while Vincent mm. like coolly adjusts his coat and walks into the shadows somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He, he walks off he's like, he walks off like uh like like the other Vince from uh Color of Money. He's like, it's in the way that you use it. And he, he, he walks out the door. like, where did that music sting come from? It's like uh, Tom Cruise can do that. Like all of his movies he can do 100 percent And he might even just leave because he's like, All right, this is a waste of my time now. <laughs> That could be, and it leaves my team completely leaderless because he's just like, all right, I'm out. But uh, so, I mean, you Maximus, still have Maximus. That's well, true. Maximus versus uh, Ethan Hunt is a very great fight because I think one of them is overwhelming force and the other one is, is elusiveness and shit. And I think this is the perfect time for me to just really admit that as far as hand-to-hand against a stone-cold, like, three-move killer like Maximus, because he's he's got his his garb and shit. Like, Mac, uh, and I think Ethan Hunt always it's unarmed for some reason. So, like, he goes in unarmed against a dude with a sword and a shield, and he's, like, holding his own for a second, but he's mostly just jumping around. But then Jackie Chad shows up and is like, hello, my friend. And then two jumping around fools against Mag- Maximus. That's a great Ooh. looking fight. That Ooh. I can see it in my mind. Just they're bouncing off the walls, clogging him in the back of the head. He's slicing one of their backs open with the sword, hitting one of them real hard with the shield, and they roll, roll, roll back up to their feet and bounce off the wall to kick him in the mouth. You know, all this hot shit. Yeah, this Hell is yeah. basically like the tiger fight from the movie, but with two martial artists instead of tigers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, dope. man. And then, but at some point, he stops one of them with a sword and he grabs a microphone <laughs> and he starts giving a speech. Are you not entertained? <laughs> dude, oh, dude. And that's when, uh, that's what John Rambo grows up and he grabs the microphone. And he's like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> And then, they all have to light up and have a, a cool thing to say. Fucking yeah. uh, Bruce Lee comes up. If you focus on the finger, okay, all right, so guys, You'll you gotta stop. That heavenly glory. 
they're all distracted by a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Is this a room full of comedians? Come on, dude! And then fucking and then fucking and then uh, Conan bodies anybody? What is best in life? You ask me. Okay, here it goes. (laughs) And then Sonia hears lamentations of the women. Get your shit together. (laughs) Oh man! But yeah, so okay, so I also do think. Well, what's Beatrix Kiddo doing right now? I mean, she's been she's been holding her own in all the sword fighting. Yeah, she was doing all the so, so her and and Red Sonia having a sword fight. Okay, who wins a sword fight between Beatrix Keto and Red Sonia? Let's fucking make some hard decisions here. Oof. Oof. I mean, that's really the thing. I, I, yeah, we need to make some hard decisions. All right, I'm gonna say, I'll, I'm gonna say Beatrix wins this. So here's my logic. I mean, Beatrix is overmatched with physical strength, but yeah, we know that that's not the be all end all for her. Like she's. She's an expert at uh, turning your strength against you, matched only by Steven Seagal, of course. But of course, um, <laughs> he's not here today. I think, I think her wiliness with the sword, like Red Sonia's coming at you with like those uh, those ancient centurion stabbing moves. Meanwhile, Beatrix Kiddo's got that smooth samurai style with her sword play, and I think and look, she's. I, I think her sword play is going to one up Red Sonia. Yeah, I 100% agree. That's that's what's going to end up happening. She's going to get a stab through the the heart and Conan's going to be like, "No! These were not the lamentations of the women that I wanted to hear." <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. And I think in that moment Conan turns against Beatrix Kiddo because she was his enforcer, but she kills the one person that he didn't want to see dead. Yeah, yeah. And I I think and you know what I think is interesting? I think that Conan runs up to her and gets straight up run through and she's like, "Dude, don't do it. Don't get closer to me. Don't do it. Don't do it." And it's kind of like like fucking it's just like like low key a suicide on Conan's part. Like he fucking gets ran through, but as he's dying, he gets his arms around her and just fucking does a super gorilla slam. And he grinds her to powder as he dies. He's like, got, he's, Dude. he's run through and he's got his arms around he's her. Just and he's just hugging her, her and he just breaking whoosh. her back. Yeah. Dude, and he I'm, fucking snaps her and just slams all on her. And, she's, and they're all, they're both dead. <laughs> I'm seeing it. He runs, he lumbers on up to her and she does one quick move and he's stabbed through the heart. And then he fucking grabs her arms and pulls himself closer, pulling mm-hmm. the sword through his body as he does mm-hmm. it until he's close enough to crush her in his arms. Yep. Yep. That's yep. great. Oh, and yeah, and then there's a there's, yeah, the super <laughs> super slam, a super suplex after that, and yeah, he's dead, and he goes to Crom, and he dies looking in uh, Red Sonia's eyes, and John Wick sees that and cries a little bit. He's yeah. he's, he's he's all slammed up, and he's, dude. He's laying on the ground, so he's like eye level with their dying gaze between yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. and he's he still covered in like because he's wall. all fucked up. Yeah, he's covered in wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right? Oh shit! All right, so I'm gonna say so that takes Conan, Beatrix, Kiddo, and Red Sonia out of out of the melee, which is big. That's big. Mm-hmm. So we've got Bruce Lee, or yeah, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, both fighting Maximus on the gangplanks. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Maximus is gonna hold his own, but I feel like eventually he's going down to those guys. It was jump around. Oh, wait a minute. No, dude. It was Ethan Hunt and J- and Jackie Chan were That's supporting right. each other and fighting uh and mm. fighting Maximus. Or, That's yeah. right. 
inviting yeah, Maximus. That's what it was. That's right. Because then Vincent from Collateral walked away. That's right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So I th- so Ethan and Jackie being on the same team, then I think eventually they get the better of Maximus. Yeah. That said, Ethan Hunt is going to come out of that fight the worse for wear. He's oh, yeah. Beat no, the fuck he's, he's got to be super fucked up. Yeah. When when Ethan Hunt is super fucked up, John Wick decides that he can like cut the snake, cut the head off the snake and fight the weakest person. And he sort of I think he's going to slither in there and and fuck uh, Ethan Hunt up and do the finishing move on him. And I think John McClane's going to try to get in his way and get so fucked up. It's like he got rearranged. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's the staggering limp fight. Between yeah. Ethan Hunt and John Wick, and then John McClane with the fucking glass in his feet. They're all just staggering towards each other. Barely being and, able to punch yeah. each other. And, it, and if there's a stagger fight, I'm sorry, John Wick's going to win a stagger fight with anybody, even day, any two action heroes. He so just he, chokes so John, them out and breaks their necks. Yeah, so he 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 kills he kills John McClane, and John McClane's last thought is of his wife, who still left them because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the way. Here's the one that's kind of been left to the wayside. When last we left our beefcakes, we had we had Dutch, John Matrix, and John Rambo in oh, yeah. a three way fight. But then uh, Rama rappelled down, started shooting. John Wick got his hands on a machine gun, and then the firefight started. So those three guys split up, murdered some guards, and now they've all got guns and they've just been shooting at each other from across the way like a naked gun movie. So. <laughs> yeah what's going on and and meanwhile dutch somehow got a rocket launcher so he could blow john wick through six walls so yeah yeah well you know what i don't know dutch i think dutch is on like a pile because like dutch is basically your last man standing and he has like a lot of guns and dead bodies and he's fortified and i just think dutch against something he could understand this overwhelming force that is coming for him and he's like guerrilla warfaring oh Dutch yeah. is by himself guerrilla warfaring against people by my count the only person who's anywhere near the soldier he is maybe john wick because rambo invested everything and rambo i mean yeah. and oh john matrix is still alive though John John Matrix, Matrix, still, here's here's what I'm thinking. Okay, because again, we've still got this Dutch Apollo Creed thing, and Apollo has been useless, as we know, yeah, yeah. after killing Frank Dukes. But I'm with you, Ed. I think Dutch has essentially built himself a trench with the bodies of other patrons and guards. He's set up like fucking Colonel Kurtz back there, like painted in blood. <laughs> and <laughs> all he knows, he, and by this point, he's he's calling Apollo Dylan, and Apollo is so freaked out. He's like, don't worry, Dylan. We're going to get out of here. And Apollo's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Total oh, bloodlust, though. So uh, now we need, to, we need to know what's going on with John Matrix and John Rambo. Um, You know what? Uh, I think when John Matrix and John Rambo have a real, a real fight off, I just think that in the end, I have to judge you by, like, it's hard. Because obviously, John Matrix is superhumanly strong. Mm-hmm. But so is John Rambo. Mm-hmm. They're both superhumanly fast. They both have, 
the that amorphous military record that's just like the best period like the president stamps you the best on your cia record <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah they're they both have that going for them and it isn't even about who i like better because i think i like Arnold schwarzenegger so much i think he's so awesome but i think in this particular battle man john matrix just he's he's a killer but John Rambo is like a, a real machine. I think Rambo not having anything to really care about and only kind of living for the lust of it or something. I don't know, man. I think I think Rambo gets really fucked up by Matrix, stabbed a bunch of times. He's probably useless after it. But I feel like he staggers out of there looking like a Wolverine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just so fucked up that basically all he can do is like, lay down and grab like a fucking M60 on the ground and just start shooting at Dutch's position. You know what I'm saying? Just sort of, but sort of listlessly, like the, like the last acts of a dying man. But I think that's what John Rambo does after he stumbles away from barely beating John matrix. He just lays down some cover fire for his boys. You know what I'm saying? As he leaves Uh, the earth. And then a young Alyssa Milano comes out. (laughs) and stabs him to death. (laughs) Stabs him to death. 52-year-old Elizabeth Milano <laughs> comes sure. out and stabs That's <laughs> <laughs> the time warp, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, so let's let's just let's just take a, a quick uh gander at what we have going on right now. So from my team, Dutch has barricaded himself with Apollo Creed freaking out, and Vincent <laughs> from Collateral is just quietly stalking in the shadows somewhere, having been saved from his fight with Ethan Hunt by Maximus. On Ron's team, John Wick is seriously fucked up, has literally been blown through six walls, and is emotionally crippled by watching Red Sonia and Conan die with a glint of tears in their eyes looking at each other. (laughs) But he is still alive, and Lee from Enter the Dragon is still in the mix karate chopping people. (laughs) Meanwhile, on Ed's team, we've got... Rambo on his last breath, but still like double arming guns, even though he can't walk, covered in blood. And then we've got Rama from the Raid Redemption still kicking ass, probably in a fight with Lee from Enter the Dragon by now, and staggering down from the rafters after dispatching Maximus, we have Jackie from Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, I think you know what in the end I think the the I think the it's in the classic kung fu fashion. I think the guy from the raid tries to fuck with Bruce Lee, it gets fucked up. And then I think Jackie Chan comes tries to do some shit, it gets fucked up, and then they go, "All right, man, we got to jump this fool." <laughs> so they they jump like <laughs> Bruce Lee and and they finally start maybe winning a little, but it becomes a fight when they both jump him cuz Bruce yeah. Lee is just that hard. Yeah, that's that seems reasonable. He does beat up whole dojos multiple times in Enter the Dragon. It's like fucking ridiculous. And he yeah. beats Bolo. He does beat Bolo. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think Bruce Lee is getting killed and without taking either Jackie or Rama with him. That's oh, yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. If Bruce Lee's going down, one of those at least one of those guys is going down with him. And and I mean, here's where I want to make some hard decisions again. Look, Bruce Lee will kill a man. Rama from the Raid Redemption will kill a man. Jackie Chan will maybe kill a man accidentally, but he doesn't have the fire in his eye. Yep. That's true. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if you'd picked one of his uh, super cop one 
characters, maybe. But uh, yeah. that Jackie Chan one, no, no, it's, no, it, he's not about that life. He's he's about like, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's just he wants to, to help keep, that yeah. cute lady's kid, you know. And he already took some licks from Maximus in a previous two v one. I I think I think Bruce Lee dispatches Jackie Chan, regrettably. But so now we've got Bruce Lee and Rama from the Raid Redemption. And here's the thing. John Wick, after barely winning that cripple fight against Ethan Hunt and John McClane, um, is still on the board. And I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. Here's what I, here's what I kind of want to get to is like John Rambo, John Wick, and Dutch from Predator are all seriously fucked up, but they're the last three standing. <laughs> that feels pretty strong to me. But but Raid Redemption guy and Bruce Lee are kind of wild cards. I feel like we need to pick one between those two guys. I mean, look, I know that Ron <laughs> thinks that Bruce Lee is the best guy in the world, and he is the best guy as a guy in the world. But we're talking about a character who beats up dojos. And it's like really kind of like a big version of Karate Kid, kind of like you're talking about Enter the Dragon, which was a death kumite. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, dude, when you're fighting for your life against rooms full of deadly criminals who all want to like ice pick stab you, like there's no formal, like we put our hands like this. There's no guys with some training or whatever. There's like, deadly people trying to stab you in your eyes and they all have martial arts training and they don't have any rules and there's no geese. And I just think in that deadly environment, giving all the ass kicking, I really think that Rama could get him, but I don't think it's like, I think they just take each other out. I don't think it's like he defeats him and goes, now I'm going to go fuck with Dutch predator. I think it would take all that all of them have. And I think that they would die, especially after how much fighting has happened. We're talking about yeah. immense amounts of fighting I mean, at this lots point. Of this is, neither of them are fresh. This is the end of the movie level fighting where nobody is super fast anymore. Nobody's kicking somebody 30 feet. You know, yeah. it's all nasty fighting on a kitchen floor. And that to me is where Rama thrives. I haven't seen Bruce Lee even be put in that position except a couple of movies that Chuck Norris thing. He was kind of grappling up and kind of grungy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. feel like I feel like at this stage in the game, I, that's I'm a make the argument. I, I make the argument that that he wins, and the reason I say he wins is just like you're talking about the guy who invented the stuff that this guy's already been doing for at this point has existed for more time and has gotten better at. So it's improved mm. at this point, and so you're ta- you're taking a guy who's invented the stuff but hasn't been able to. Like even in this thing, he did do some arm bars and a couple of other things that uh, Jean Lebel had started to teach him Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he still wasn't at that point. I would argue that even that character wouldn't be able to stand up to all the techniques that this guy has honed through uh, years and years of a little more advanced fighting. So I think you're right in that in that scenario. So maybe what happens is like he mostly kills Bruce like he gets him in the neck and Bruce is like dying and he f- somehow sees one nutchuck lying on the ground and gets one lucky hit and that and hits that dude right in the temple. Rama has a concussion to each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to give him a concussion. You yeah, know, he's no, like works. knocks him out. He's, he's dizzy. He's nauseous. <laughs> Yeah, but then, then he falls on like a 
Beatrix Kiddo sword that's sticking straight up out of fucking <laughs> just out of nowhere. Back. <laughs> so that we get like, to our last three uh, guys. My fucking bad luck. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But uh, so here's the thing. I, I, I just want to reset us here. So left on the board, <laughs> we've got Dutch and Apollo. And I kind of like the idea that Apollo tries to be useful or maybe even just tries to get away from Dutch. And so he just fucking makes a break for it after Bruce Lee dies. And Rama, who has a concussion, stops him. And so it's like PTSD Apollo versus concussed Rama. <laughs> who wins that fight? Well, you know, you know, okay. A big old I lump think- is forming on his head from the nunchuck hit, too. He's like Dude. cross-eyed. Dude, you know what I think happens, honestly? I think they start to try to fight, but they're both seeing three of each other, so it's not a very effective fight. But what they do is stumble into one of the traps that Dutch set up on his perimeter because that's how he fights now. I'm by myself. I set up a giant perimeter full of traps. This is how I do it. He reverts back to form. They fall into a tra- trap. And, and then he's fucking- so fucked up from he's not so- saving his seeing Dutch <laughs> die again. Apollo makes a break for it. And he's just like, feeling all the perimeter. <laughs> and, and Rama's like, yeah, he's ready to make a break for it. And Rama's running over to like have a concussed fight with him. And they both get blown up. Like in a face towards enemy type shit happens to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> get blown up. Dude, it's I a, love it's this. A, and John Rambo's like, oh, you can't do this with people who ain't soldiers. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So here's where we're at. Dutch is on the verge of tears, wide-eyed, covered in blood. He just saw what he thought was his best friend get blown up by his own trap. John Wick has been absolutely beat to shit, can barely stand, but is still coming. John Rambo is on the ground, also can't stand, has exhausted every magazine in his clip, <laughs> but isn't going down. Those three guys. A, he still has a big knife. <laughs> but he still has a bow and arrow, but he doesn't have the strength to shoot it, so he's just going to smack people with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he breaks the arrow, and he's just going to use the arrowhead yeah. like a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but they're, think, they're explosive tip, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Dutch, in his rage and grief, ju- and, and because, you know, he's having Vietnam flashbacks at this point, he's just going to take random body parts and use them like nuns. He's got he's got taking severed <laughs> arms to use like nunchucks. <laughs> he stumbles out from behind his barricade of bodies, and he's got an <laughs> arm and a leg in either hand. He's like, come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then yeah, John Wick picks up actual nunchucks and then like fucking uh fucking I think I think John Rambo gets up and he has his knife and he's like, okay, uh, me against two nunchucks and I got a knife. Let's go. <laughs> and he's like, oh but I, he has his uh yeah, I think he has oh you know what? I think him first of all, him and Dutch have a bow and arrow off and their arrows hit each other and then they get fuck. All right, and then they have and then they have this close arm close quarters fight with arm and leg, nunchuck and knife. Yes. So yeah, it's a, it's a kumite with close quarter weapons, the deadliest people on earth. Wow. All right, guys, who wins? Wow. Hard choices. Hard choices. Oof. 
Well, I was just saving this for the end. Uh, Vincent from Collateral just murks all three of them from the shadows <laughs> and walks away with the case of money that's there for some reason. The end. I actually, you know what? I 100% agree with that. Because <laughs> really, how can you even call it between Dutch, John Wick, and Rambo? How can you even call that fight? Dude, I, I also think, though, like... Uh, fucking oh, oh dude what hold if- on I, I get i get well, my alternate ending to that is this that he's when dutch is behind the stuff and vincent had sauntered off to try to exit he wasn't quite as smooth as he thought he was because there wasn't really an exit there because like the wall mm-hmm. got knocked down by john wick shenanigans or some shit like that so he has to come back it fucked up his exit he's like oh i was walking smoothly in the shadows now i gotta walk back and when he walks back it's all the time that took him he was lost in the hallways or whatever he comes back the whole shit house has come down. Conan's dead. All this horrible shit has happened. Bruce Lee, everything. And Dutch is like, you son of a bitch. You cooked up a story and dropped the six of us in the meat grinder. And he's so fucking mad that he like kills that dude. That's <laughs> I, fair. I, I think yeah. Dutch kills Vincent for coming, for coming back. <laughs> That's fair. Saying? Well, and in and that I, case, I would say that that then leaves an opening for either Wick or Rambo to take out Dutch. Because Dutch is too consumed with vengeance over his dead make-believe villain, or Dylan, not villain. (laughs) (laughs) You killed Dylan again, you son! And he's like caving Vincent's face in, and then fucking and uh, and John Wick and John Wick jumps on him and starts choking him out with nunchucks, and then John Rambo jumps on John Wick and starts stabbing him in his neck and stuff. And they just all die in a pile. <laughs> and then, and meanwhile, Dutch Dutch reaches back and grabs hold of Rambo's head and tries to gouge his eyes out. So yeah. it's just a three man scrum. <laughs> and then here's the weird part: um, as they lay dying, everyone thought John McClane was dead, but he was just <laughs> playing. And he pulls himself away and smokes a cigarette and says, Yippee Kaye, motherfuckers. <laughs> and, and that's the end. There you go. And, and, and then like, fucking Run DMC Christmas music starts playing. <laughs> 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 As he gets up on the Parthenon Highway, <laughs> wherever it is, driving I mean, away from Italy point. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> To see, and this is the type of stuff that you get on the greatest pod. I That's love right. this episode. This is this is kind of what we do, and we're going to be doing uh, stuff like this live at LA Comic Con. Now, by the time this comes out, uh, it, you you won't be able to participate in it, but trust me, we did this live, and it was fucking awesome. That's right. <laughs> um, and and on top of that, you can you know check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we reboot it. We have a bunch of different stuff that we do. Anything you support helps us out, so we truly appreciate that. Uh, including uh, leaving a five-star review. We love those five-star reviews. When we get them, we'll read them on air, and you'll you'll get to be nerd famous from supporting us. How about that? Yeah. Fuck Everyone yeah. wants to be nerd famous. <laughs> and also, you can uh, be uh, famously supportive by joining our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the greatest pod. We have all sorts of pods on there, and uh, we send out artwork sporadically. Sorry. We got a big haul coming down uh, down the yep. pike for you, uh, Patreon do. listeners, uh, this next month, though. It's going to be sick. So thanks for listening to another war-torn, murder-happy, yet emotionally satisfying episode of... The greatest. Pie!